You've actually, you know, over the years, you've talked about this, how like, you know, just simply the placing of your hands on a patient That's right. is a treatment, That's is right. an aspect of treatment. It's Some people, you know, they might have gone to chronic pain patients, might have gone to doctor after doctor who's never touched them. That's right. Never touched them once. And then you just palpating them yeah. is an experience, is That's something. Right. Um, and we must remember that... Um, you know, when we are looking at trauma, which always, uh, which presents itself, whether it is traumatic or insidious, the trauma that accompanies injury or difficulty in movement or, is, uh, or uh, emotionally drives the very physical presentations we see, they, we have to remember that they are encoded again in the neuron. The neuron is the basic memory unit. And therefore, any intervention that is um, deemed to disrupt the memory uh, egg, the, the, the neurons that are now wired together, must be utilized uh, in treatment uh, in the treatment procedure, so that touch becomes really one important part of this aspect, and light touch, especially so, and and different ways of touching, whether you're stroking, tapping, caressing, uh, um, vibrating, shaking, they are all uh, ways of uh, entering. Uh, this modality or applying this modality to your patient and uh, we should avail ourselves of that um, because sometimes the treatment emphasis is not all somatic it is very emotional psychological and therefore you must have a way of accessing the those aspects of physiology that are not directly affected by um, you know electric current or uh, you know um yeah or a more aggressive trigger point work yeah i mean that even extends i'm thinking you know of a few patients where they're the kind like the one patient i'm thinking of is has a high stress job mm -hmm. and they uh we get i mean i say they we get along you know mm -hmm. they they come in they're very talkative. They like my little jokes that I crack. They tell me about their stressful day, and it and their their physiology is very tight, stiff, mm. stressed, sympathetic mm -hmm. kind of response. And over the past you know few months of seeing them, I've realized, yeah, it's not a good idea for me to ask them. So what's the latest crazy thing that they did at your work, and let them report it to me because it just amps them up. Yes. And it's gotten to the point now where when they come into my room, I turn the light down low. Mm -hmm. I talk very slow and light. I'm not cracking jokes. I'm not asking mm -hmm. them to review all the craziness because mm -hmm. that is definitely an aspect of treatment you know, yes. for them. I mean, I, I, I did eventually crack some jokes and say, like, I can just simply put you in this room, let you lie down and, and read a book for 15 That's minutes right. with the lights off. It'll be almost as effective as, as, what, as anything yeah i mean because they just need to calm down 
And then there's other ones. It's the other end of the spectrum where they're just mopey and don't want and don't want to do anything, aren't stimulated at all. And I need to get them up and moving and going. That's right. You need to give them a pep talk and get them up and moving. So yeah, you know that that is true. There are some patients who come to my clinic and promptly fall asleep halfway through the treatment. And as long as it does not interfere with what I'm doing, I let them sleep because obviously they wouldn't do it if they went in in dire need to do exactly that. Nobody goes out, visits somewhere else, especially a professional, uh, um, uh, you know, attention. (laughs) Yes, you know, and then falls asleep. Yeah, (laughs) you wouldn't do that normally. But I think that it just goes to show you that the uh, the therapist must be sensitive to the person he's dealing with in addition to knowing what the diagnosis is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in terms of that visceral course, you know, mm-hmm. beside, so, you know, like you were saying, there's an assessment Mm-hmm. There is a treatment that includes a manual, a direct manual treatment to a particular mm-hmm. organ, and mm-hmm. a direct manual treatment uh, to particular trigger points, followed by kind of a rechecking of the general assessment. That mm-hmm. sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there, was there any, um, you know, active exercise? I mean, was there? Okay, we're going to use this developmental position to treat, or, or um, yes, to- there was. There was active exercise uh, to stimulate the stabilization system using the DNS principles because this was um, <clears throat> important for example the uh, diaphragm. Um, it was also important for the pelvic floor. It was important to help release some trigger points for example the quadratus lumborum. Um, and by activating the global pattern, it was um, then possible to have a more um, effective treatment. So yes, there were um, there were um, exercises um, again, easy, simple, uh, and they could be made more complex if you wanted to, but they also involved, again, how to use the um, the developmental kinesiology, the, the neurophysiology that exists as efficiently as possible to help the patient uh, along right. would, the path yeah, of I mean, recovery. It, it is, it's a reflection of that thing we were talking about, uh, I think, the last time, where we're not we're less concerned in one sense about like the mechanical aspects or the direct mechanical effects of the exercise and more or at least not more concerned but equally as concerned about the neurophysiologic global effects that yes. that exercise has so it's yes, per- this course is a perfect uh, metaphor for that it's yes it is yes it is we must um i think that is very important and Again, that is why knowing um, what the exercise is doing, why you've chosen it, and its uh, specific effect, whether it is for a segment or a group of segments, 
whether it is to relax or strengthen, whether it is to help coordinate or, uh, or uncouple uh, a poor pattern. Uh, these are all things that should be in the back of the mind of the practitioner. And then there is the, um, the physiological or neurophysiological aspects that come along with, for example, the, the chemical changes with better breathing, the sympathetic uh, decrease in, in tone, um, you know, as the sympathetics uh, go get uh, normalized, you get more neurophysiological responses and so on. So hormonal and, and a lot of other things. So I think that... Um, uh, all these allow you <clears throat> to have a multifaceted approach to movement strategies in terms of exercise and treatment. And it blurs the line between manual therapy and exercise. Um, and the, the exciting part is always to, uh, to um, blend these and really see what is it that you need to do and what it is the patient can do for themselves, especially when you're not there, and that they have also a means to, they have the data that they themselves can check to make sure that they are actually achieving what you are hoping they would achieve in clinic. This uh, self-treatment aspect is is the best thing you can do and you know I call it hidden exercises uh, because they are often baked into the ADLs they are not mm -hmm. taken out and put into a half-hour session and for many people I think it makes the the thought of exercise less daunting when they know that they could do eight reps in the shower or yeah. ten reps in the bathroom or in their bedroom and and by being present and having um, reference points for the exercise meaning they have pointers that say yes if you feel it here and you see this this is correct and if you they can do those and experience it through the uh, the afferent senses they can start to affect their movement, their quality of movement, their well-being much quicker than if they relied on me to see them three times a week for right. the same uh, treatment. Yeah. If you enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more like it, then please like this video and subscribe to our channel. You can also stay up to date on our latest seminars on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook, at IMTR Seminars.